Ooh, welcome. Step right in. Take a look around. I promise that no matter who you are, we've got something here for you. Think of any creature, any companion, any friend. We've got it. It's our business to provide to you our valued customer. Anything that you could possibly think of. Anything at all. So, think real hard. Because we've got all that and more here at Zack and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. Sure. Why? Hey, why? Uh, why are we whispering? Because. Yeah. I, I got it. It's sort of an illegal deal to make oh, with you here. It is illegality. No, no, no. That's not my. That's not my kind of thing. Oh, fucking come on! Look oh, at you. You well, gotta tell me listen, that you're not uh, doing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little, little judgmental, but yeah, I'll hear you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, hey, yeah that's yeah, that, that's yeah. what. That's part of the illegality. Oh, you know, a little judgmental. Just being gotta, a little. Just being kind of a little superficial yeah, a, a, and judging. A, a dad, a discerning eye, and uh, uh -huh. yeah, a little, a little bit of a vapid sort of narcissism. For sure, for sure, together. for sure. So what's the deal? You want to buy some daffodils? <laughs> <laughs> that depends. Where these daffodils come from? Oh, yeah. We stole them from the lawn of the White House. Ooh. I'll take three. Oh, nice. Okay, you're going to take seven. That'll be $500. I, but hey, I asked for three. Right, they come in sevens. That seems a little arbitrary. That, hey, that's also part of illegality. It's uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, unnecessary mm -hmm. arbitrariness. Stab, 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 stab. Oh, God. Uh, I take three. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you, kid. Uh, uh, I'm still dying. Oh. Just give, give me a couple moments. Oh, God. You want me to speed things up a little bit? Yes, please. Stab, 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 stab. I guess my stabs also come in sevens. <laughs> <laughs> that's good old fun. That's just good some down. That's just some down home fun. That's just some down home fun. Everybody. Sometimes you just got to play some criminals, and one of them yeah. gets stabbed to death. People hey, are like so. People are so tied into their phones anymore. They've forgotten just to have fun. You just gotta have fun sometimes. No one knows how to have fun anymore. <laughs> exactly. This is fun what people is, did in the sixties. Yeah, stab each other. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen the outsiders. Yeah, that's all, all, what the whole thing's about is stabbing yeah. each other. Mm -hmm. Rob no Lowe's there, and he's like, "I'm gonna stab you." No one goes outside anymore. No one stabs each other anymore. Yeah, what is the society coming to? So PC. God. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Second Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. I'm Griffin. And I am Zach. And, um, <laughs> woo! We got a dahoozy. Uh, that was fun. Oh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Um, so yeah, folks, you know, we're just here to do another episode, you know, no muss, no fuss, um, aside from, you know, the prior murder that you all, aud you know, audibly witnessed. What is um, muss, Zach? What? 
We say that a lot. No muss, no, muss, no, no fuss. fuss. I know what fuss is. What's muss? Well, why don't we go to the internet and find what? out? Origins of what is no muss, muss, no fuss. Well, let's see. The meaning of no muss, uh, sorry, no fuss, no muss is what this says. Whoa, that's is an wrong. interesting uh, uh, term that was popular in the 1960s, especially in advertising. It refers to the fact uh, that it isn't messy. So yeah. maybe it's like mess. Yeah. Well, the word the word muss apparently uh, to make untidy or messy. Oh well, there you go. Specifically, of someone's hair or clothes, she sat down carefully so she wouldn't muss her clothes. There you go. No muss, no fuss. Hmm. This one yeah. also says no fuss, no, no fuss, muss. No muss. Yeah, I've always, always said muss, no fuss. same, same. Like yeah, it's like there's not a mess. Cool, we're fine with it. Is that like, a, is this a Bernstein Bernstein situation? It, I think it is, or it's the the was the Mandela effect. Have, have I been Mandela'd? I think we've been Mandela'd, Griff. I'm it's, still going to say it's no, no must no fuss. fuss. Yeah, it's yeah. no must no fuss. I don't care 100%. what anyone. Says. I don't care what anyone else says. I like that, and I also like no no uh, no. Uh, butts no was it no nuts no butts no coconuts was it <laughs> i've heard this before yeah yeah i think i think you're right it's no but no nuts no butts nope. no coconuts but then you say nuts twice and then that seems redundant to me no nuts no butts no coconuts yeah man well this one wait 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 this one says there's a couple variations i'm seeing there's no cuts no no butts. cuts no no butts no coconut yeah that yeah. that that makes sense. Was like, one, nuts, nuts sounds redundant. That sounded wrong. Yeah. No ifs, no buts, no coconuts. I think I was thinking of no cuts, no buts, no coconuts. Yeah. Um, Is this from cause. fucking Wreck-It Ralph? He does say that in Wreck-It Ralph, yes. Because <laughs> that's that's what popped up on a YouTube clip. Yeah, he, he, do, he does at some point say no cuts, no buts, no, fu- no coconuts. In there. No, yeah. Um, cool. cool, cool, cool. But yeah, cool. folks, we're, uh, you know what, for, for the sake of some fun, we're just going to, you know, fire up the little time portal. We're going to jump, you know, million, million years in the future and do a little, uh, little ninth world, little ninth world, uh, trek. I'm amazed the time portal still works. It's still working, you know, after yeah. all this time. It's a lot of electricity to keep that thing rolling. Mm-hmm. A lot, a mm-hmm. lot of electricity, a lot of, you know, runes. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's trucking along. And, um, but yeah, all of the creatures today are brought to you from the Ninth World Creaturey 1. Yes. From Mati Cook Games. Well, which is actually the Ninth World Bestiary, but as always, we like to... Wang the titles. Wang the titles. <laughs> all right. We, have, we haven't intentionally wanged a title in a really long time. Like a new title. Yeah. It's been a bit. It's normally, it's, nor- it's mainly uh, uh, fucking Wizards of the Coast shit. Which they deserve to get their titles wanged. Yeah, they do. Whenever Watsy comes out with something, we're gonna wang their titles to the break of dawn. I I want to over time track our uh, descending dismay for Watsy from when the podcast started to present to where day. it is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Watsy's kind of fucked everybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the, the Pinkerton bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of interested about Tales of the Valiant from Cobalt Press. Yeah, Ooh. that looks like it could be cool. Okay, that's their that's their RPG come they're coming out with. Oh, we'll have to. Check it's it meant out. to be like five E compatible. Ooh, but it's like it, they've described it as five E quote unquote with teeth. Oh, I like teeth. Hump, hump. A nice chop. All right, so, but the first thing we got today is the Balikna in the ninth world. 
Um, this looks like a big old lizard. Uh huh. It's got like that big. Oh, what's the dinosaur that has the big club tail? Whoa. Not the, an ankylosaur. An ankylosaur, maybe. Ankylosaur. Ankylosaur. I think so. Like the big plated boy with like just the Anc- big club for a tail. Glosaurus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my boy. Yeah, so it's kind of got that. It's got some big old spikes on it. Up its back, it's got, yeah, this big sort of, like, mohawk of spikiness. Oh, yeah, some um, big, big spines. Its toes, it looks like it's just, cut, like, its feet, like, it only has, like, two big toes on it. Yeah. yeah but yeah. then, yeah, its face, it's just got, like, some big old chompers. Its mm-hmm. eyes are set real far back. It's kind of got these, like, little... Little oh. beard, beardy tendril guys hanging off its chin. Yeah, like. But my then dog. on top of like where like its nose is kind of, it's got like these big like mushroom. It's looking. got it's got like a tall snoot. It's got like a tall snoot. Um, and that's that's, a, that's like a smokestack of a snoot. A smokestack snoot. <laughs> smokestack snoot. That's uh, say that five times fast. Smoke snacks. Fuck. <laughs> smoke stack snoot smoke stack snoot smoke snack snoot smoke stack s- shit that's hard you're, i think you're saying spoke that whole time smoke s- <laughs> smoke stack snoot that's hard yeah there you try it you motherfucker smoke snacks nope see mm-hmm. yeah nope. eat, eat said, my I dick think, i think i said snack smoke, smoke snack. snacks <laughs> smoke snacks <snoot. laughs> this large lizard-like creature has tall back spikes a spike at a tail and legs that end in fierce pincers. Ooh, yeah. pincers. Uh, it has bad eyesight and hunts via sound thanks to a series of funneled ears on top of its large jaw. So that's its ears? ears? That's not a sure. snoot at all. It's not. It's it's a, a sneer. <laughs> it's got a snoot ear. That's a sneer. Uh, Ablikna is the king of camouflage. With the passive ability to change its pigment to identically uh, match whatever object it rests upon, becoming essentially invisible. During the daylight hours, the Balikna stays motionless and invisible. It hunts only at night under the cover of darkness. Although its movements are mostly silent, those with good hearing, good night vision, or the proper Numenera devices can track this creature in the dark more easily than during the day. Neat. Neat. Uh, it's motivated by hunger, its environment, or any wooded or grassy area, but especially near villages where food and children are present. No, Balikna! <laughs> Don't snoot uh, the kids! Apparently it's not super fast. Uh, let's see, it defends as level 5 due to camouflage. Mm. So it's, it's you know hard to hit because you can't realize it's kind of got that dis- displacer beast kind of vibe, but in bit, more of a camouflage way. Yeah. Um, in combat, the Blictus camouflage is a passive skill. Cool. Uh, if it's invisible, each PC must make an intellect roll every round to see it. Failure means that the uh, character cannot attack the creature this round and defending against it is uh, two steps more difficult. That's rough. The, yeah. The Belikna knows who cannot see it and always attacks them if possible. That's rude. <laughs> yeah. Its main attack is a sneak attack, a swipe from its heavy spiked tail that inflicts six points of damage, which I think is a lot. Yeah, that's uh, like heavy and, weapon status. Yeah. And uh, stuns its opponent for one round, meaning that he loses his next turn. The creature follows up with an attempt to close its pincers on its stunned opponent for four points of damage. Yowza. It's got those pinchy hands. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, you would say the characters pass by a yard where children are playing noisily in the f- uh, failing light when one of the kids begins yelling in fear. Although it's not apparent, what has frightened her? 
oh that's cool like it's the kids seeing the camouflage maligna but no one else has seen it yet yeah the creature could be lured into a trap by using a small child as bait no No! why does this thing like eating kids so much why specifically the children i mean it's just like yeah it's just like a like a classic kind of a monster you know like it's not like like secretly like a smart thing it's just kind (laughs) of like it's just kind of a monster yeah, like, other things in Numenera in these books have led us to think that, like, oh, it's, it's just... actually made of, like, nanomachines, or it's an alien from outer space, or, yeah, it's, like, has an advanced civilization. But no, this thing's kind of just a predator. It's just a predator. Which is cool. And, which is it's cool. Just got, it's just got snoot ears. It's just got sneers. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah, no, like, if you could find a way to train one of these things like Mm -hmm. i think it could be a cool pet yeah imagine having like an invisible guard dog you would lose track of it a lot in the house you would lose track of it yeah but like you know if you just got like your like you know your cool vibe and you're just like Mm -hmm. here bailey bailey balikna Sure. And then and then you just kind of like it's like and you see it like kind of shook 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 and you yeah. kind of see like the the silhouette move behind you know, <laughs> you know the the matrix kind of gets you know, disrupted a little bit and you're like ah there you are there it is I want to see that thing where it's like you've got like like a classically patterned rug mm. and it lays down on that that sort of like you know fun geometric pattern and it lays down yeah. on that and blends into that. Or like you can do a fun activity. You can do a fun activity with your kids where you like put some like butcher paper on the ground and get some like finger paint and just like have them kind of like you know play with the paint and stuff. And then the balikna lays down on it and then like walks around with the patterns. Oh, that'd be fun. That's pretty cute. Yeah, you know, death lizard for the kids. Death lizard. Yeah, it's for the kids, guys. You have to train it not to eat the kids first, but it it is uh both literally and figuratively for the kids. <laughs> Cuz it really loves the kids, but you know, also for the kids. For the kids. I think they're cool. I think they're I think neat. they're pre- I think they're pretty neat, Griff. Are they like they're like decent size like it's like a big dog yeah no it's got yeah it's like a you know like a mastiff size sort of thing maybe a little bit bigger the spines on the back certainly add some height to the creature some height to it yeah no <laughs> like the 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 size comparison we're seeing here with with the frills like it's laying on the ground and with like the yeah the spikes in the back like it's taller than the person it's next to yeah maybe they're like vestigial enough where you could kind of like trim them down and the thing would still be okay that or, you know you get like some like some pomade and like, <laughs> and like slick them back you do the thing with like that they do with like goats in captivity where you take pool noodles and put them over their uh yeah. their horns i like that a lot actually yeah yeah just put some pool noodles on the some, spines on the edges of the spines and yeah there you go yeah it's safe and you for, you know and then you always know where, where it's at because you baby proof to the balikna <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Oh I'm Jeff from Blick the Baby Proofing. <laughs> you got a Blick then? Don't know where it is? No problem. <laughs> Me, Jeff, will find it. <laughs> With a, a patent pending pool noodle design, we will make sure that you never trip over those pesky spikes ever again. 
Yeah, I guess if you put something over the Balikna, it can't really camouflage with that. Yeah. Hey, Jeff's got you. <laughs> From Balikna baby proofing. Yeah. It's a very it's a very small market. It is. It's a tiny yeah. market, but like yeah. he's the guy, you know? Like he's really cornered that market. There's only like ten Baliknas in like the contiguous United States. Yeah. They're really yeah. popular in South America though. Yeah, no, Mike Tyson has one. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, like he And he, he hasn't seen pulled, it in years. Yeah, he hasn't seen it in years. He's <laughs> like, hey, you guys see my Balikna anywhere? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm scared for it. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can move on. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I love these guys. Oh, boy. (laughs) Well, you're not going to like these guys, Zach. Oh, no. Um, Balikna was honestly a pretty pretty good one. You know, a pretty dope start. I got to say. I got to say, Griff. Yeah, the the Zeo March is really not going to be that. Um... This thing looks like a sort of maybe kind of star-shaped insect, like blue skin. It's got one of those lamprey mouths on the bottom. Oh, yeah, a really bad lamprey mouth, yeah. But it looks like there's maybe like an eye or something on each point of the star. There's yeah. like kind of dra- big dragonfly-like wings coming up the top of it. Yeah, uh, and like some like four. Yeah, there's some, some like antennae and some spikes and some things like that. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Zeomarch are dangerous animals, well known in some places in the world for their strange life cycle. They take down prey much larger than themselves. Uh, it says here that a Zeomarch is about three feet across with a wingspan twice of that. Uh, they take down prey much larger than themselves, feast upon it, spray it with nasty pheromones to drive away most scavengers, and then implant their already fertilized eggs into the corpse. Ew. In seven to ten days, young Zeomarch thrust up through the decomposing corpse and grow onto it almost like blooming flowers. Once ready, usually after another ten to fourteen days, Uh. they detach from the corpse and fly away. They grow to full maturity in another few months. A Zeomarch reproduces only once in its lifetime. Nice. Yeah, no, the, uh, the thing up above that... Yeah. Is uh, uh, it's like we call we calls them rot blooms, but some yeah. other uh, others. Oh, calls you them... don't want to run afoul of those creepers, the old man said. <laughs> we calls them rot blooms, but some others calls them like Zia Mark or something like that. I don't know. I just know you want to steer clear of them, or y'all not be the only lunch. Your corpse will be hosting a whole garden of their young. Uh, yeah, I said garden. <laughs> See, they's bloom on rotten corpses just like flowers. Don't know if they're plants or animals or what. But don't matter much to me what you call them. Call them Aunt Tilly if that trips your cipher. Well, but steer well clear. That's all I got to say. If Good luck tri- to you. If that trips your cipher. I love this old hillbilly, this old billion-year-old hillbilly. Yeah. Call him Aunt Tilly if that trips your cipher. I want someone like the fancier person because it's spelled, you know, X-I-O-M-A-R-C-H-E. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's pronounced Zio Marche. Oh, boy. (laughs) 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 Yeah, they're kind of nasty looking. They are. They're real yucky. Yeah. Their motive is a classic, hungers for flesh, uh, and kills to reproduce. 
Interesting. They enjoy warm, wet climates. Uh, they have 12 health. They inflict four points of damage. They have an armor of one and a long movement, which means I'm pretty, pretty sure that means they fast. Uh, they resist poison and disease at level six, and they resist mental attacks as level three. Zeomarch attack with one of their many venomous stingers. Uh, their poison inflicts three points of speed damage to those who fail a might defense roll. Further, the victim must make another speed defense roll. Failure means that the Zeomarch has hooked its stinger into his flesh. Ah! On all subsequent rounds, the Zeomarch automatically inflicts six points of damage with its bite until it is slain or pulled free. Ouch. No, thank you. Immature Zeomarch are only level two with six points of health and no armor, and they deal two points of damage or three with the bite. Their venom still inflicts three points of speed damage. These young Zeomarch sometimes attack in groups against a single foe. Up to four to six young Zeomarch attack as a mature adult. Zeomarch fearlessly fight to the death. Oh, no. I'm trying to get a gauge as to, like, the size of these things. Um, like, yeah. Like, a little bit bigger than, like, your average bird, probably. Well, yeah, it I says guess. they're they're about three feet across, and they have a six-foot oh. wingspan. Damn. So I'd okay, say they're, like... pretty dang big. That's like, a, that's, like, a pretty big fucking insectoid thing. Yeah, six feet? Like, that's a that's a. I mean, I've, big... got, a tape, I've got a tape measure right here. I mean, I'm 6'5", so, like, a little shorter than me. That's It's that big, Zach. Well, also do the, the wingspan, which is 6 wingspan? feet. Well, the wingspan's not going to fit on camera, my guy, but... Well, that's fine. We, you know, we're just a... Yeah. That's... Yeah. That, yeah, that's a big thing, and I that's don't like want it... My, that's, like, my wingspan. Yeah, and I don't want it to try and jump in me. No. Well, it's not going to jump in you. It's going to jump on you, kill you, and then lay its eggs in you. I don't want any of that to happen. But you'll be dead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's play a game here, Griff. Uh My game is, of course, but what if it wasn't? What if it wasn't? So you're talking about like a Zio April. Yeah, like a Zio (laughs) April. um, Or instead of 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 a... a Saying it like a march, like the month, like a, like like a the marching as like a form of movement, like a, a zeo jaunt, a zeo jaunt. Or a, um, but yeah, no, I like April um, because uh, you know it's like it's a, also like a lovely lady name, um, mm, and like it's like it's instead the of like of spring. A, it, well, yeah, like instead of like a terrible lamprey mouth, it's just got like a cute like pair of kissy lips, <laughs> and so instead of you know that's lashing also onto you, it's kind of bad like, though. That's all. So it's just, so you're saying it just leaves massive hickeys instead. Yeah, it just gives you like some cute little kissies. Um, Again, three feet long, and a lot of that is mouth. No, but like it's consensual. Like it's consensual uh, kissies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think it it doesn't have good control, so it just leaves big big hickeys on like your forehead or something. Yeah. In like weird places. Yeah, I mean that would be pretty weird. I I'm still think to... they're. Oh no no no! I like making them not like murderous. I still yeah. think they're pests though. Yeah. So it's like is... you're you're like walking out like all dressed up for a date, and a fucking Zio April comes flying at you, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh no! I just did my makeup. Fuck. And then the whole side <laughs> of your face is beet red. Yeah. What you happened? Up... I, got, I got some sun today. Yeah. <laughs> you have to lie to your date about like. 
It's like no, yeah. no. Honestly, it was a Zio April. I ha- I took I took a picture. See, oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's awful. It's but it's not murderously. It's eggs inside of you, bad. Uh, I guess. That's all I that's, guess. I guess that's an improvement. <laughs> okay, well, make them better. Uh, triangles, triangle shaped. Okay. Instead of star shaped. But it's still murderous. No, I'm just I'm starting small. Okay. Okay, let's keep them star shaped. Hmm. What if? Yes. They. Yes. Hmm. 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 I'm thinking like my brain's going to a fucked up place. Like they're still kind of like weirdly parasitic. Okay. But it's but it's kind of and I'm I'm thinking like a ninth world context too. Gotcha. Or it's like, what if it could do some weird, cool shit where it's like, instead of you know, because when they're the young sort of like bloom, like they look like flowers. What if this thing kind of like 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 latched onto you, but did some cool like thing where like it caused like flowers to like grow out of your like arm or something, like. I don't know. I think that could be kind of neat. It'd be it'd be really weird. Would she still die? Neat. I don't. Maybe not. Maybe it's just like, maybe it's just kind of hanging out. You know, friendly okay. little parasite. Just like, just like, just you know, takes a little, uh, takes a little bit of your blood sugar or something. Your some glucose, and then in exchange, it like causes flowers to sprout from your eyelashes or something. And like that'd be cool. Flower lashes. You'd be. You'd look so pretty. I wouldn't be able to see though. Okay, maybe how about your eyebrows? Oh god, that's not bad. Or like your beard, flower beard. A flower beard. Yeah, I don't know. It like fucks with your DNA or something. That sounds like the ninth world. That's a pretty ninth world thing. So it's not as horrible. <laughs> it's still not great, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think too. I think it'd be out of spirit to make these things like purely wonderful. Yeah. You know what? That's fair. Otherwise, they'd just be like they would like just let you fly up to them and use them as throwing stars for like like a game. Yeah, those have the little spikies and you throw them and then they. Yeah, they would fly over to be like throw me and you just. <laughs> Good job. Um. So yeah, these things are pretty awful, Griff. Correct. Yeah. 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 What if there was like um, hmm, hmm. some sort of weird like fucking like uh, one of those like highfalutin like this is where all the rich people are doing like some sort of weird Zio March like oh you haven't been Zio Marched yet ex- what are yeah, you yeah, yeah. doing you know what I'm saying it's like a little bit of the venom is gonna like make they're your like skin those, look tighter they're like those like when you go to the mall and you stick your uh feet in those tanks with the fish yeah they eat the dead skin off yeah it's like oh you you haven't lived until you've had your your wrinkles uh, uh smoothed out by a zeomarch <laughs> slatching onto your skin yeah the venom works like botox or something yeah but like really good so yeah, don't those things uh, p- implant eggs into your body? Oh yes, but then then you go only to if the, you a, die, sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, only if you die. Otherwise, they je- leave a, a, a lovely um, sort of beauty mark, you know, oh, all all around you. That's what it is. Yeah, that's ugh. 
Yeah, you have to have an IV hooked up to you to make sure your <laughs> fluids stay up. But, but oh, I cannot argue with the results. Incredible. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's definitely black market. Like you know, uh, uh, you have to know someone who knows. You someone. have to know someone who like knows someone in that. You know, the yeah, the in the industry. Mm-hmm. But um, oh yeah, the rich people love it. You could just capture like a Zia March that has already reproduced once in its life because they only do so once ever. So then you're yeah. fine. Then it doesn't matter if you die. You ain't getting you ain't getting eggs laid in you. You're not getting eggs. Yeah, that's fair. But that does mean that to keep their population blooming, they do like the black like like mm. the seedier part that people don't talk about is the uh, the uh, amount of people who die to make sure that the Zeo March population continues to uh, prosper. It's yeah. it's 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 kind of rough, and um, yeah, you know we have to do what we can to stop this industry. Everybody, <laughs> we're having a telethon about it next month. <laughs> this just went from black market endorsement to PSA real quick. Yeah. Only you can prevent the black market Zio, uh, Zio Marche, uh, uh, you know, uh, cosmetics, you know, industry. The March of the Zio March. The March of the Zio March, yeah. Ne- next yeah. month, in June, it's going to be a whole thing. Call in to 1-800-PET-SHOP. Make your donations today. Yeah, to, to pledge. Very, very yeah. good. <laughs> Enough of these horrible things? I think so. I think so. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. It's time for an ad break. Ad break. Oh, Riley, hit the ad, please. Riley's back, Zach. We love Riley. One of our first interns. They're back in the get, summer. Why did we get rid of Riley? It was a summer it was a summer internship sort of oh, thing, but now gotcha. Riley's back. They're taking a sabbatical year. I lose track of who we fired and who we I haven't. Know. I know. I know. That's but that's because you don't come to the HR meetings. Okay, well, sue me. I can't. HR won't let me. <laughs> exactly. That's Have we job hit the button security, yet? Baby. Okay. <laughs> Riley. Hi, I'm Shifty Mercutio, owner and operator of Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway. Your one-stop shop for all your discount spell, component, and arcane item needs. We understand the best spells cost an arm and a leg, but Shifty Mercutio's, they only cost a finger. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorta. Anyway, our shelves are stuffed to the brim with a premier line of locally resourced spell components, gently used magical foci, and a bunch of dusty books. What's in them? I don't know. Only one way to find out. You sword swingers tired of reaching for that rinky-dink crossbow every time something with wings shows up? Well, that's where I, Shifty Mercutio, come in. Every magical what's it in the shop will work almost every time. What? You don't take me, Shifty Mercutio, at my word? Well, then take it from some of these savvy shoppers who definitely didn't get duped. My party's finer now has to spend even longer waiting for resurrection. Thanks to Shifty Mercutio's knockoff diamonds. Never shopping here again. I thought I struck a great deal with this wand that was said to have been found on the body of a great wizard. The proprietor neglected to say that the wizard was still alive. I'm now down one wand and 100 gold. Fuck directly off. I went in to buy a component pouch for spells. The pouch was just full of weed. Three out of five. Brings tears to the eye. So, if you're in the market for half the spell components you need at half the price, come on down to Shifty Mercutio's pre-certified components and discount Arcana Warehouse and Layaway. 
Shifty Mercutios. You get what you get? Don't throw a fit. I've had an Android. You haven't had an iPhone, though. I'm just saying. I, I know the difference. Do we have to do this now? <laughs> yes. I was going to say, you know what we haven't done in a while? What? Ooh, I don't Yeah, I don't have one. It's okay. Just was it a nice crack? Was it a nice crack? Just wanted to rip it and grip it. Rip it and I thought it was or, grip it and gri- rip it. Yeah, it was grip it and rip it. Just like yeah. no no fuss, no muss. Yeah, exactly. Um so what we got next is called the Megathon. Yeah. So this is a big old snack. But like it's got like a phantom head coming uh, off of it, like halfway. Yeah. Uh uh what? A spice and smoke order stings the air near a 14-foot-long serpentine Magathan. Twin heads twine on long necks, which fuse to a central serpentine form covered in brilliant red scales. Both Magathan heads are reptilian. One is solid. The other seems translucent and ethereal. Where the two necks fuse, dark scale patterns suggest a humanoid face frozen into flesh. What the Ugh. fuck? Nagathans are natural illusionists and construct uh, sparkling cities that they hide beneath layers of psychic artifice. What the fuck? Their cities are visible only to themselves, though uh, those who are allowed to see the locations or those with psychic gifts of their own. To everyone else, a Megathan city appears as nothing more than a long series of dangerous slopes created by broken rock fragments at the base of crags, mountain cliffs, volcanoes, or other steep inclines. Given the beauty of their cities and their skill in trade, it's too bad that many Megathans consider human flesh to be a delicacy. Oh, man. Their motive is trade and hungers for flesh. <laughs> Environment anywhere in groups of two or three usually disguised as human traders. What? What? The modifications, their disguise is level seven, speed defense is level five due to size. I don't know what that means exactly, but cool. <laughs> Combat. A Megathan can make two attacks, one per head as its action, but doing so destroys the creature's illusory guise, if any. The Megathan's translucent head inflicts only three points of damage, but it ignores armor. Oh, shit. Okay, I guess that makes sense. A Megathan can also launch a psychic assault, which does not break its illusory facade. However, a psychic assault targets only a single foe within long range, dealing intellect damage. Finally, a Megathan can cloak itself in an illusion, or a new illusion, if already disguised as a human. Uh, as its action. When it does, it appears as a section of wall, a tree, a piece of furniture, or some other object of the environment as long as it doesn't move. Someone who witnessed the transformation must succeed on a difficulty three intellect task to distinguish the Megathon from its natural surroundings. Others must succeed on difficulty seven intellect-based tasks, but they Oof. can attempt to uh, the role only if they have a reason to suspect that things are not as they seem. I'm uh, still trying to unpack the like the artwork here. Yeah, because I what see the I see the big snake head. Yeah, and then I see the illusory snake head. Yeah, but what's up with this like bug thing in the middle? I think there are just it's just attacking the bug thing. It's attacking the bug thing. That's my assumption. Okay. Okay. 
That's yeah. It's my assumption is that it's attacking the fucking like the one like the like the solid serpentine heads like all like I'm gonna. Get is it like one snake body and it splits into two heads? I think it's that like that one snake body and then at that point yeah it splits off into two heads. Huh. Twin heads on twine on long necks which fuse it to form a central serpentine form. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Okay. Interactions. Megathons prefer to interact uh, with others in the illusory dis- uh, guise of human traders, which they pull off with a plumb. A plumb. They also enjoy a low-level telepathic gift uh, that allows them to speak the language of any creature they meet uh, that has a language, and nice. whose mind is not shielded against psychic prying. Megathans can't read minds, but the trading skills are so honed that it almost feels like they can. <laughs> A group of Megathans disguised as traders has taken up residence in an abandoned building outside of town. They sell all manner of wonderful things in a shop uh, fragrant with spicy incense. At night, they hunt the city streets looking for easy human prey. I love that it's just like, ah, yeah, they're just cool, brilliantly skilled, illusory traders. They just happen to crave human flesh. And are really giant snakes. Yeah. With two heads, they could be they could be really friendly and good allies, but in, but just got a snack instead. <laughs> got a snack. Got a snack. Okay, so obviously is people, so you're not not Pat. No, but that doesn't even seem like they're good buds either, though. No, and honestly, the first four letters of the creature's name really kind of should have told us that. Oh no, not <laughs> mega. <laughs> They're MAGA fans. They're MAGA fans. Who also hunger for human flesh. Yikes. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't like these things now. I mean, did you like them before? I thought they were cool in the beginning, but now I mean, you I'm do like, you do like a big snake. I do like a big snake. You know this about me. The spectral snake is kind of fun, too. It's kind of cool, and it's cool. It can like, make, look like you know humans and stuff. It's just I really... It's just kind I, of a jerk. I didn't mean to ruin this for you that badly, my boy. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you said it, and now I can't unsee it. Uh, I'm going to Photoshop a, a couple of red ball caps on top of the heads of the snake Don't! Heads. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of a bit now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, aside from uh, MAGA fans are snakes. Ayo. Ayo. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Let's see. Um, they, they can launch psychic assaults. Which is you know similar because most MAGA arguments uh, make my brain uh, yeah. numb anyway. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, how many more MAGA dumps can we think of? Like um, how can we how can we dunk on them in this segment here, using the the snake as an analogy? Uh, two faced. Yeah, um, there you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I think I saw a bunch of their trading posts when I was in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. They were called Trump stores. Oh no! They're real places that I saw in Pigeon Forge, t- Tennessee. Yep. Oh no! Uh, um, at night, they hunt the city streets looking for easy human prey. You know, the, like anyone that looks different than they do. 
Oh, man. Oh, God. This bit's bringing me down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, broke we... the, I broke the no bummers rule. Oh, this was a big bummer. Can we move on to something else now? Yeah. I'm Fucking... sorry, bud. I hate this snake. Oh, no. We're moving on. We're moving on to something that's not much better, Zach. Ew. I'll say. Uh, up next is the canthid. The canthid. The canthid looks like, uh, maybe like a chicken or an ostrich that came out of The Last of Us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a that, um, that fungi on it. Yeah, it's like a fungal ostrich. A big fungal ostrich. The sound of sandpaper on sandpaper scratches the air when a canthid moves. It's all the mushrooms rubbing. Most canthids are multi-limbed creatures shaped vaguely like other animals found in the ninth world. So it could kind of be anything, it sounds like. Whatever its underlying shape, the rough skin of a canthid is a stony material, whorled and studded with short spines. Here and there, openings in the stone reveal mouths ringed in writhing cilia. What? So it's uh, stone, not not fungus. It looks like fungus, but there it is, sh- in fact, not a fungus among us. <laughs> God. Uh, its motive is hungers for flesh nice. and reproduction. Nice. Uh, it, it can be found in desolate places throughout the beyond in groups of three or four. Its health is 12. It inflicts five points of damage, has three points of armor, and a short movement. Uh, speed defense and all speed-related tasks are at level three, probably because it's made of stone. It canthid bashes prey with its spine-studded limbs. Each time a victim is hit by a canthid and takes damage, poisoned spines break off in the wound. At first, all victims feel is an unpleasant tingle. But if he takes damage from a canthid three times in the same fight, his extremities go numb, and he must succeed on a difficulty five might's defense roll, or drop limply to the ground, paralyzed for one minute. Oh, if a la- <laughs> the, the the sound of paralyzation. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, okay. The stunning strike hit. Yes. If allowed to do so without interruption, a canthid lowers its body across a paralyzed or recently slain creature, allowing its many ciliated mouths to feed. Each round a canthid feeds in this fashion automatically inflicts damage. A canthid that completely consumes a meal leaves behind a skeleton chunked with gore and several hard nodules of canthid eggs fused to the bone. What's up with this? I'm going to kill a thing and lay my eggs in it. (laughs) I'm two for two in that today. Canthids are no smarter than clever animals, even the ones that babble things once known by an intelligent creature that it ate whose bones it colonized. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there's a thing on the side here. Though a talking canthid seems to make little sense, there is a theme to its babble. Everything a given canthid says or sings were things once said or sang by a particular individual who's been dead for a while now. So it's just kind of got like some words from the things that it's killed. Yeah. That it can. Yeah. Then in the uh, 
in the use section it says here a powerful nano wanted information that only a dead and buried colleague had knowing of the canted ability to invoke uh, to evoke the memories of slain victims she infected the graveyard where her colleague was interred a few miscalculations, and weeks later, the entire graveyard and associated village was infected by wandering canthids. Now the Nano seeks help in locating the particular canthid she wants to interrogate among those radiating out from the village. Though she's careful to keep secret her part in creating the infection in the first place. That's a really good quest hook. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so what would be the worst canthid? Hmm... Huh. Crocodile. A crocodile canthid? That'd be, be pretty, pretty bad. Badass. That'd be pretty badass. Rhino. Ooh. Capybara. <laughs> oh, no. It would somehow still be disarmingly cute. It would. Capybara. Capybara, capybara, capybara. There's been one um, going around that's like capybara in all these different languages, and it's just like capybara, 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 capybara. It gets to German, and it goes, Wasserschwein. Have you seen, there's a, um, on TikTok, there's a thing, uh, it's, uh, it usually starts with a vulture that's, like, walking on the ground, and the narration is, hey, it's me, Creepy Dave. <laughs> and it's like, no. here we're looking at the crappy barra. The oh, ca- no. Ca- yeah, crappy barra. <laughs> uh, my friend from work. Is that Cappy Barbarian? Different one. Oh, um, nice. It's a Cappy with a little saddle. Oh, I love that. A little saddle bags. And it looks like a gummy bear. Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's, I've called. I've just taken to calling him Cappy Buddy. Cappy Buddy. Cappy Buddy. Um. Any, anyway, Capybara. Be... Capybara. Uh, Canthid would be pretty rough. It would be pretty rough. Uh, like a koala would be funny. I think any type of bird would be interesting because it would probably try to take off and they would just like. Poof. Yeah, it wouldn't be able to fly. I would. It wouldn't I be able to fly because it's heavy and made of stone. Yeah. Um. Uh, manatee. <laughs> a similar problem, I think. What with the similar swimming? problem? Yeah, it would just. It would to, just like, be a ground manatee. Yeah. Yeah. It was just uh, a land landatee. Dugong. <laughs> um. Oh God, I'm trying to think of what uh, a sloth. Again, you're picking animals with very specific mobility uh, yeah. restraints and turning them into stuff. Okay, fine. Not a cheetah. <laughs> Did that fucking fit your fancy? <laughs> oh, monkey. No, because I think the cheetah also wouldn't be very fast. What with the made of stone? Okay, well, nothing's going to be super fast. They're all made of stone. I'm saying you're picking very, like, a bear. <laughs> there we go. Now we're talking. A fucking elephant. Are you happy now? Yeah, we're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Cry. Apparently, this if you is... break open a defeated canthid, it reveals to be a composite creature made of hundreds of smaller polyps, essentially tentacles surrounding a mouth and digestive sac built on the skeleton of a dead animal. Oh, God. So it's like, yeah, a bunch of little dudes, little polyps that just kind of like... A bunch of little things just forming like, together. Yeah, like you know sling their tentacles together they're like to 20 like... polyps in a trench coat yeah <laughs> 20 polyps on a skeleton <laughs> <laughs> this is bad this i don't is... like this this is quite bad 
I don't um, think this would be a good pet, Zach. No, I don't either. Um, oh, God. I don't think it'd be good if it was made of fungus either. Honestly, no, being I, made of stone, I think, makes it slightly better than if it were made of fungus. Yeah, Still in the little, bad category. but It makes it, from, it a little sturdier. Makes, makes it from a like a sturdier. two to a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trying to figure out how to save this. Um, I don't know that we can, bud. Um, yeah, this is almost as, uh, like it's as bad as those little, um, little like happy looking fuzzballs that are like mm. full of teeths. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the Novovian like, yeah. companions or whatever. Yeah. Fuck. Wait a second. Oh, Zach's gonna sneeze. Do it. Do it, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It was so close. Yeah. You ruined it. Now it's like sitting in there and I need to sneeze and like you got can't. you've got a sniffle hanger. I got a sniffle hanger. Yeah. Which hanging. apparently is not a real word. <laughs> I grew short story time. I grew up believing that that was a legitimate word in the English language. The phrase sniffle hanger. I love and that. It, and it's the it's the sensation of having a sneeze that won't quite sneeze. And this was like early on at my time at the Institute. And I was talking to my coworkers about this. And they're just like, they gave me a funny look. Because a situation just happened like you did, where I was like, you can get yourself a sniffle hanger. And the, everyone kind of just looked at me like, what the fuck did you just say? How I was like, it's a, it's a sniffle hanger. No, it's a real word. Look it up. And they looked it up and came up with zero results. And then they got to watch my reality like shatter in Crumble. real time. Hey, Chris, are like, you sure that's a real word? I was like, <laughs> I was like, I have a real memory of this. I don't know what's going on. And they still make fun of me for it. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Especially with it being allergy season and me being kind of sneezy. There's lots of sniffle hangers involved. Yeah. Someone will be like, that a sniffle hanger? I'm like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> um, so these are bad. Um, Canthids are bad? Canthids are pretty bad, man. Hmm. Look, the first one was kind of good, and it's just been bad ever since. Yeah, there's really no saving the MAGA snakes. No, um, MAGA snakes can fucking die. Yeah. Yeah, the Zeo March. There was a good, there was good bits there, but yeah, the creature itself is bad, even when it's really kissy. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, it's, it's a, also not great. The Zeo April, yeah. I kind of I kind of had hope for the Canthid. I but did even, too. Even if you take away like the the stony skin and the whatnot, it's still essentially like an animal zombie. Yeah, with a lot of mouths. With a, just a lot of mouths. And all it is those very mouths, much a Last of Us kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of bad still. Yeah. Um, Man. So I hate it. And yeah. Frankly, I, wish I, it was, I wish it was more. I wish it was more. Ugh. Ugh. Um, what would be the your favorite way to take out a Canthid? Like, what do you think would be, like, a fun oh. method of uh, combat um, and or destruction? Mm, telekinesis. Ooh. You, like, lift it up into the sky. And just drop it. And just drop it. It'd be, like, those videos of just, like, when someone, like, drops, a like, a cinder block off of, like, a really tall, oh, like, building. like a dam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. And it's just, like, I just get to kind of watch it in the anticipation, just being, like, oh. That's a marvel. 
yeah, yeah. Um, I think, um, but like, but like with telekinesis. Yeah, I think just like sticking like a lightning rod in it, and hmm. and just like letting nature do its biz, <laughs> I think would be cool because I be feel cool, like cool. all them cilia mouths and, and tummies would just like explode. Mm-hmm. That or it would like fry them, and then you would just have like a statue forever. Oh, and it would just kind of like, yeah, 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 it would just kind of freeze and just <laughs> fall over and break. Um, a bazooka. A bazooka, classic, 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 classic. Sledgehammer. A sledgehammer would be fine. Firing a uh, sledgehammer out of a bazooka. Yeah, uh, just throwing a bunch of saw blades at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing what, like, you know, thunks into it. Yeah, see if you can, like, get it in one of the mouths. Yeah, no, the, the, uh, what would be real fun? Uh, get the rock it launcher from Fallout. Hell yeah. Just stick a whole bunch of shit in there and see what, what, what really makes the best sort of, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, impression. Like, like a, like a cue ball. Yeah, cue ball. That was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. You blast someone in the head with a cue ball and then, like, Bonk. the ball would, the ball would stop moving, but then their head would explode. <laughs> Bowling yeah, ball. I would do that. Yeah, bowling ball, saw blade, um, any sort of stick. Croquet mallets. A croquet mallet. <laughs> um, horseshoe. Yeah, it's going to be like what breaks first, the object or the canvas. Yeah, yeah. No, horseshoes would be fun. Oh, yeah. Um, some railroad spikes. Ooh. But that, that's Ooh. just a railroad gun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, was, li- there was a gun you could make that would just shoot railroad spikes. Uh-huh. Yeah. God, Fallout's a good game. I Fallout's played a good that game. in a long time. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm gonna have to go play Fallout 4. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh fuck these yeah, things. Fuck Canthids. Uh, fuck Canthids. Fuck folks. the MAGA snakes. <laughs> fuck the Zeo Aprils. Balikna, you can hang. Balikna, you can hang. Balikna can hang. Balikna can hang. Folks, I think that's going to do it for us for another episode of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Fat Shop. I think so. You know, the, the usual shit that, that we say here. Like, we got a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can check that out. We got a merch store at tpublic.com slash store slash ghostlight. The season finale of uh, The Silent Secrets just dropped. Uh, yet, as we record this, it was yesterday. But as you hear that, it was two days ago. Um. So that happened. You yeah. know, go check that out. Season two for that's coming soon. Woohoo. So, you know. Hop on board. Hop on board. Another path still kicking too. Another path is kicking around. Mm-hmm. You're in the, the middle of a horrible uh theme park, I believe, still. Yes, yes. In terms and of release date stuff. Yeah, we have as of recording, we have finished that arc. But nice. um the uh the Caligan Cats Corral arc is pretty, pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I've been enjoying it. <laughs> so um, uh, uh, if you're looking for a good onboarding point uh for another path oath, that's a good spot to do so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, you guys are great. We love you. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I've been Griffin. I have been Zach. And just remember, folks, at the end of the day. Hey, it's, uh, it's all about, uh, it's all about love, baby. I'm into that. Yeah. Snap, 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 snap.
Thank you all for listening to episode 114 of Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop. If you enjoyed the show, consider leaving us a review or telling a friend about us. You can find us as part of the Ghostlight Media Network over at ghostlightmedia.net or on Twitter at Pet Shop Cast. On our website, you can find links to our merch store and Patreon page, which helps support all of the Ghostlight Media shows and all of the amazing people who create them. Speaking of which, thank you to our patrons, Elliot, Keith, and Katie for your continued support. We'd like to thank Nicole Tuttle Rob for making our theme song. You can find Nicole on Twitter at Nicole Voice and on These Silent Secrets as part of Ghostlight Media. We'd also like to thank our friend Rin for working the ads here on the show. You can find Rin on Twitter at Rin underscore Moran and on the Imprinted Echoes podcast, also part of Ghostlight Media. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, have you ever considered telekinesis and like does it equate to your like real physical strength? Like how do you work out? How do you make your like telekinesis stronger? I don't know. Food for thought. This has been a Ghost Light Media Production.